Uh, well, our good friend Rabbi uh, Eliyahu Taitz uh, of Elizabeth, New Jersey, the Associate Dean at the Jewish Educational Center, and of course uh, the entire system of uh, amazing educational institutions, whether it be a JEC, RTMA, Bruria, uh, uh, Rabbi Tights and his family and the extended JEC family in Elizabeth, New Jersey, have been amazing friends of ours here at JM and the AM for over 30 years. And we came across this story and uh, wanted to bring it to your attention. Rabbi Tights is with us live via telephone. He actually took on a challenge to live on food stamps. He um, assigned for himself a $30 weekly meal budget, and we'll get details in a moment, to see if he could live the way uh, some other people live. And this is a very important message as we start to uh, even more seriously thank God for what he provides on an annual basis for us and those who are lucky enough to uh, not be hungry around the world. Rabbi Eliyahu Taitz, a good yard to you, and welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you very much, Nachum. Uh, I... Can I explain a little bit about the challenge? Now explain is right. I'd like to know how you came up with this idea. Okay, so it wasn't my idea. Um, actually, it started about uh, seven years ago huh. uh, in the, the area with different uh, politicians um, and other communal leaders taking on this idea. The $30 comes from the average amount that a person gets when he's on what is now called SNAP, what used to be called food stamps. And what happened was our federation decided they wanted to have a big push towards this, and they got quite a number of politicians involved, and then they opened it up to Jewish communal leaders as well. And I saw that, and I thought that it would be something that would sensitize me to the needs of, uh, of the needy families in my community. Well, you've already revealed something I think most people didn't know, and that is that when someone is on food stamps, and many of us, of course, have the impression that, you know, simply the government or we are taking care of them, uh, they're on a very limited budget compared to what I thought. Right. So it's uh, the, the program, as I said, is called SNAP, right. Supplemental Nutrition Aid Program. The idea of the food stamps is that it's not your total food budget, but it's to supplement what you have. And there's a very strict formula, and really, you know, the average allocation is $30.00. Per week. The challenge was for us to live only on that third right. All right, so drum roll, please. Rabbi Eliyahu Tights, were you able to sustain yourself on a $30 per week budget? Um, for one week, yes. <laughs> I had three cents left over at the end. How did you, how did you even figure out what you should or, I mean, it, it takes a good, it takes a real chachma to figure out what, well, what, what it took you. took a lot of shopping and checking prices, and I went to the store. And yeah, I went but to even a store in the area where people would, uh, you know, some a lot of people on food stamps live in that area, so that way I was experiencing their food shopping. But even if you get and relatively inexpensive products, if if you buy wrong, you know, like there's certain products that last a long time, others that would not last for the seven days, like all that had to have gotten into the calculation. Right. Yes, uh, but primarily it was uh, buying enough food so that I wouldn't be hungry the whole time. Right. So there were a lot of starches, rice, noodles. Uh, things like that, bread, uh, for Shabbos, I, there's no way I could afford a challah, so I bought a box of matzahs. Wow. Um, my Shabbos meal consisted of two little scrawny uh, chicken drumsticks and uh, a bowl of rice. Unbelievable. And an apple for dessert. Rabbi Eliyahu Tights is with us. He did this challenge, which, as he described, has been uh, done by others in leadership 
positions to uh, try to understand what people on food stamps go through. All right, so what lessons did we learn? Uh, after living a week on $30, and uh, based on what you're saying, uh, for a week at least you were able to do it, what did, lessons did you learn from this experience? Um, that anybody who's doing it for more than a week really is in bad shape. Um, um, you can't get fresh fruits or vegetables because they're just too expensive. Um, another big takeaway for me personally was um, the real reason why I did it was because uh, when it comes to deciding how much people pay for tuition, uh, our Board of Trustees told the committee that makes those decisions that they can only give up to 50% off. Anybody who needs a bigger discount than that has to come to me or my father. So I get the cases of people who are in most desperate need, right. meaning all those on food stamps. Right. And there are quite a few families, I won't say it's a huge number, but a few families in the JEC family that are on food stamps. And for me to decide how much they should pay, I felt that I needed to be in their shoes for a little bit to understand what it means. And I've got a much greater understanding. Your perspective uh, must be completely different than it was. Yeah, totally different. Uh, last night I was making a few last decisions, and I saw one of them said food stamps. So I said, yeah, okay, so... How much are they actually making if they're getting food stamps? And they're not even getting the average allocation, getting slightly less than that. So that means they're making a little bit more money, but how much more money? Yeah, so and I, and I know I, the formulas, right. I know approximately how much they're making. And obviously they're not just feeding themselves. They have to worry about their kids. So Exactly, right. So it's $30 per person, but even right. so, you know, it's, it's, it's not a lot of money that we're talking uh, perhaps uh, another big takeaway for me, and this is something that others in the community can be sensitive to as well, is, you know, the biggest expense of the week, obviously, is Shabbos and Yontif. If we can invite these people to our houses for Shabbos and Yontif, it would save them a tremendous burden. Imagine what one meal could do in terms of denting their, uh, you know, th their needs. Exactly. But the thing is, a lot of these families feel kind of embarrassed because they can't reciprocate. Right. So I wonder how many of them say no thank you to an invitation because they know they can't reciprocate. So then what do we do for them? So the, the idea I'd like to suggest is that if you want to invite somebody and they say no, or even if you don't want to invite somebody, but you feel for them, calculate how much money you would spend for them on Shabbos and donate that money to a kosher food pantry. Mm. And that way these people will be able to get some extra food for themselves from the pantry it's, uh, as I said, it's less undignified because the food pantry is never dignified. But this way they don't have to feel embarrassed in front of their friends. They can go there quietly and get what they need and take care of their families that way. Sounds like this project had a profound effect on you. Uh, yeah, it really did. Any interesting student reaction? Any of the young people react in, a, in an interesting manner when they found out you were doing this? Uh, they were fascinated by it. We had a Shabbaton this past Shabbos. Uh, for the boys, and I spoke about it as part of my uh, my drasha, and um, you know, in the skit later on, they made jokes about it. But okay, you know, <laughs> right? That's, that's expected. The they are. But no, they they were really they came over and said, you know, how did you do it? You know, how did you manage? Uh, some of them told me that they read the blog posts that I had put up about it. So some of them were very aware of what I was doing, even though I didn't publicize it. So many so, of us don't know. And I sensitized them also. One last thing, I sensitized them to how many of their friends might not be on food stamps, but how many of their friends can't, their parents can't afford full tuition? Because, you know, we're cheap at $20,000. Right. You stop to think about that. We're cheap at $20,000. Right. And parents have two, three kids. That's a huge amount of money. 
And at JEC, about 40% of our families need some sort of assistance. So tell them, look around the room. You know, if, if you see two other people there and yourself, chances are one of the three of you is getting help from the JEC somehow. Right. So it opens up their eyes to how big the need is in the community as well. We don't know what we have, huh? We don't know yeah. what we have. If we're able to put food on the table, we're able to uh, feed our family, we're able to have whatever we want when it comes to sustenance. We just don't understand what we have. We should thank Hashem, especially at this time of year. Yeah, and when we're asking for the coming year, that should be a good year, a healthy year, a happy year, a year of Panas for everybody. Rabbi Leo Tights of the Jewish Educational Center in Elizabeth was one uh, of uh, of uh, dozens of leaders, including state senators and assembly members in New Jersey, who participated in the challenge spearheaded by the Jewish Federation of Greater Metro West in New Jersey, which essentially gave everybody, or they assigned for themselves, a $30 food budget for one week to try to understand, to better understand, what people on food stamps go through. A very important message this time of year. Rabbi Tights, as I mentioned earlier, uh, the JEC family continues to be among our greatest friends and supporters. I take this opportunity to wish you, your family, the extended JEC, RTMA, Brewery of Family, and everybody in Elizabeth, a Shana Tava Mutuka, happy, healthy, and sweet New Year. And as you said, all of us should, Bezrat Hashem, have the, whatever we need from the one above in the coming year. Amen. Same to you. Appreciate you joining us. A great lesson for all of us, to say the least.